Starting and running a business is hard, but you don't have to do it alone. Whether you're an established business owner or thinking about starting a side hustle to earn extra income, I am here to teach you how to show up as your unfiltered self, level up your business, and thrive as a mompreneur. Let's embrace the chaos and start enjoying the journey together. I'm Amy Tra, and you're listening to the Motivated Mompreneur Podcast. Welcome back, everyone. I have a special guest speaker with me today. I have Lauren Grayson of Lauren Grayson Photography. She also does marketing, branding, all of the things. And I am so excited to talk about all things marketing and branding with her today and just her story as a mompreneur because she's got a pretty awesome story to share. So welcome in, Lauren. How are you? Good. How are you, Amy? Thanks for having me. I am doing fabulous. So tell us more about yourself because your story is pretty cool. Okay. So I, as you know, started a photography business a little over 10 years ago, and I have no background in that, in owning a business in, you know, anything before that, you know, I worked in a classroom as a teacher's aide and to make a long version of my story short, I'm going to attempt to, because, <laughs> you know, I can, I can talk for a long time, but to keep it short, basically, um, you know, I had lost that job. I was a single mom at the time. My son was around one and I opened a photography business. I was like, I'm not, I'm not going back to another job where I'm unhappy at. I'm just not going to do it. I had done photography creatively just as a hobby for fun. And it's honestly hard sometimes when I think back now, because I don't even know how I had such audacity <laughs> to go, you know what, this is what I'm going to do to make money now. I'm I'm good. I'm not getting another job, but that's what I did. And it was just me and my son in this tiny apartment. And I think, you know, I've told you and some other people, like I had nothing. I mean, I had a broken laptop where like the letter E was broken. I had to copy and paste it for every post, every email, I had an old camera. Um, Shortly after I started my business, I was actually evicted from that apartment. So, I mean, just no idea what I was doing. Not, not great odds there, but I was so determined. And here we are a little over 10 years later. I now still have my photography business in Ohio. And then I also have an education company where I do online courses. I do coaching and some stuff like that. I do some workshops, things like that. Um, And I teach business and marketing, mainly for women, for mothers, you know, uh, women who either want more time at home, more freedom with their life, just who don't want that typical, okay, go to college, graduate, get married, have kids, work 40 plus hours a week, come home. And then when you retire at 67, maybe you'll go on a few vacations until your arthritis flares up and then that's <laughs> it. So see, I can get enough on a tangent. Yes. But, yes. So, but this is so true yeah. because I feel like society, yeah, that's like, okay, that's what you're brought up with. That's quote unquote, what you have to do to be considered successful. I, I don't know. That's how I was brought up. Were you? Oh yeah. And actually it's really funny because that's what we just talked about today. I did a training with the women in my marketing program and that was the topic today was imposter syndrome. And we kind of went through imposter syndrome and fear. And I, you know, kind of went through this whole thing where I've like, you know, I, it took me a long time to realize how important mindset was for business and marketing. I'm all about, 
you know, I'm all about strategy and systems and, you know, there's not one right or wrong way to run a business, but I, I like all those things. Right. But I realized mindset became such a big thing. And we were just talking about that today, about how oftentimes when we have a mindset block or a fear, that voice inside our head isn't actually ours. It's someone else's that has kind of, I don't know, for lack of a better word, imprint, imprinted or, you know what I mean, impressed their own mm -hmm feeling or perception of life onto us. And for many of us, it's, it's growing up with parents or grandparents or siblings, you know what I mean? Cousins, families, friends that are just like, you know, this is how it works. This is life. Yeah. This is what you do. You go through the motions and these are the steps you take and then you die. Yes. <laughs> and yes. I think it's incredible that, you know, whatever it is, whether it's just rebelling against that, societal norms or whatever it is, I feel like there has been a huge shift. And if you look at some of the statistics, um, there's such a huge shift in entrepreneurship and especially women in business. And mm -hmm. I think it's, it's, it really shows that people are wanting something else. Exactly. And I mean, how often do we think that, okay, I'm guaranteed tomorrow, I'm guaranteed this healthy retirement. So I'm going to, you know, bust my butt. But like you said, you know, you may get to the point where you're so crippled up with arthritis that you can't take all those vacations. Why not start embracing the here and now and living in the moment? I mean, it's all the time on the news, you you hear about these tragedies that happen. And we're all we all think that we're just guaranteed. We're guaranteed a long life until retirement. You don't know. We don't know what's going to happen. So I love that you just dove into it and just did it. You know, you started your photography business. You just did it. You didn't take the, you know, time to be like, oh, hmm, you know, she's doing better than me. There's other photographers. Yeah, we get all that comparison mode kicking in and really we start to second guess ourselves. So I love that you touched upon that. And we can definitely all relate to that. You know, so many times as mompreneurs, we don't have that back-end business knowledge. We know what we're doing. We know our, our craft and our skill, but we don't have that business knowledge. I didn't go to school for business. You didn't go to school for business. But look at what we're learning from each other. It's really incredible. So let's go back to your story. So you have started these different programs. Tell us more about you know the marketing and mindset and and those type of programs that you're offering now. Yeah. So I when I started my photography business, and obviously things have changed quite a bit in the last ten plus years. But when I started, I really felt like there was a huge gap in that specific niche or creative industry where everyone was teaching. You know, there actually wasn't a ton of teaching, but everyone was teaching posing, editing, you know, the creative stuff, the fun stuff. But I had a trouble finding someone to help me with business and marketing. And that was where, you know, I thought I kind of just had this realization where that was make or break. Because like you said, you look at other people and you compare and I would go, well, okay, I'm, I'm hiring a mentor here, or I'm going to a workshop or a conference and I'm learning how to perfect my skill and get better, but I'm not necessarily getting clients and my work is just as good as hers, or, you know, maybe even similar or better than hers. And what are they doing that I'm not? And I realized it was business and marketing. You know, they were, they were good at sales. They were good at marketing themselves. They were good at having a personal brand and they figured out how to leverage who they were. So that led me to realizing that was where I really needed to like 
put some investment into learning. I couldn't find anyone really in the photography industry specifically. So I went outside of it and just learned anywhere and everywhere I could, you know, from, from other, you know, business people, I read books and, and just did all kinds of things and took this class or that, or, you know what I mean? Invested Mm -hmm. in different coaches and stuff like that. So that's where it started. And then my whole, you know, feeling was I needed to kind of bring that back to women, uh, you know, and not just photographers. Now I work, like I said, with all different kinds of women, um, who want to start different service-based industries since obviously I'm well-versed in the service industry. Most women I work with have some sort of a service, but it's, it's, it's not just photographers that need it. I think it's women in general, like you said, most of us, and I do have women and, and, and clients that I work with who do have a background in business or marketing. And what's so funny is that they'll go, gosh, you know, I went to school for this, but it, it just doesn't, it doesn't transfer over. You know what I mean? The skills they learned in college didn't really quite transfer over to being an entrepreneur. And then there's people I work with who are like, you know, I was a stay-at-home mom or I was a teacher, a ton of people in the medical field. I was a nurse. And now, you know, I want to start this business or do something else. And they don't have that background. And I'm a huge advocate for life experience and application over education any day. I think education is important, but life experience and learning kind of on the job skills is really more what I'm doing with people. So I have, you know, I do some private one-on-one coaching. I do a few in-person workshops or events here and there. Um, but mainly I have, I have a couple business courses online that people can take. People can work with me privately on coaching. And then my favorite program I have right now is my marketing membership, which is just an ongoing monthly membership all about marketing. And I kind of, my philosophy on that membership was one marketing always changes as you and I know, Mm -hmm. I mean, if I made a program on here's how to market yourself on Instagram it would be outdated in two weeks. <laughs> right. Well, that's because... just it. It's always changing. Just when right. you think you have it figured out, it's like, oh, wait, you know, just like when they announced reels were coming and yes. now, you know, it's okay. They're still kind of pushing towards and the then reels. One but... day, I know I had like 90 second stories in Instagram. Yeah. And yeah. then two weeks later, now I'm back to 15 seconds. Same. Exactly. And I actually really miss the 90 seconds. I, I guess nobody else liked it, but me, but I'm a long talker. So <laughs> I liked it too. Me, it was helpful. See, I thought it was easier because then I had less dashes, but whatever, right, like right. little, you know, whatever. But, <laughs> um, and I get so intimidated by that, like ticking real that little red circle coming around. I'm like, Oh, I have so and it's coming, but, um, yeah. So I went with a membership instead of like a course and my philosophy with the marketing is really what I've learned is that it's kind of a combination of a few things it's marketing. So the method I teach, like my kind of proprietary method, which is really launching and campaigning your services over and over. It's really a reusable, recyclable method, but it's just understanding how to really leverage organic marketing. And what I mean when I say organic is free. So I don't Mm -hmm. teach paid ads. I think most of the women I work with, they're not ready for it. They don't have the budget for it. And it's not always your best return on investment. I think sometimes we we're struggling and we think like, oh gosh, okay, I'm going to have to pay for paid ads, but you don't, there's so many other options. So I like to teach that. And then I like to, we also address mindset, which I think is kind of the second piece of the puzzle there. Really just a, a 
if you don't have the right mindset, it will absolutely block your marketing, you know, as you know, um, you've got to have the right mindset. And then the third thing is the mess. (laughs) So it's called the messy marketer membership for a reason. And so it's kind of like the marketing methods, the mindset you need, and then the mess, which is just embracing you, who you are, your story, all the glorified messiness of it all, and figuring out how to allow yourself to be vulnerable, open up, make, you know, let your story be a part of your personal brand. Because for a long time, like what I shared with you about my story is I I hid all of that. You know, there was a many years in my business where I did not share anything about my personal life, or I really tried to skew it to make it look like it was a little nicer than it was at times because I had that imposter syndrome or that inferior feeling of, I don't belong here. What am I doing? People are going to find out I'm, you know, a fraud. I, I don't fit in. I just don't have this clean cookie cutter story. And so I was really afraid to kind of share that with people. And when, what I realized is when I kind of just decided, you know what, I don't give a shit anymore. Right. right, (laughs) And I started sharing about it. I realized that I could, my vulnerability allowed other people to be vulnerable with me in a whole new way. And I think it's refreshing and, and people appreciate it. And it allowed other people to really connect with me. On, on a different level, you know, and it allowed me to actually make stronger personal connections with people instead of just really that surface level stuff, you know? Right. Exactly. And to be vulnerable and to show up as you are, it's easier when you're just showing up, being yourself, not trying to be this person that you think you should be. And I don't know. I just, I connect with the mess more than anything because my life's messy. Everyone has a mess. You know, I'm, I'm done with trying to be the perfect Pinterest mom. That's not me. That's exhausting. And I don't do well with it, but I am showing up as the best mom I can for my kids. Am I perfect? Heck no. But yeah, just when I, I, got to the point where I stepped into that and just owned it. It's so much easier. And I don't know. I think people definitely relate. And like you said, you built those deeper connections. Absolutely. And it's, it is more, here's the thing, none of us, you know, and I know, you know, some people may still want to give off that perfect perception. And I think that some people struggle with that, but it is, as you said, so freeing and liberating to just accept it and move on. Right. You know what I mean? To it's it's almost like a self-acceptance has mm-hmm. to kind of come first. And then after that, you're able to just show up in a different way. Right. You know? And yeah. It was so scary at first though. I don't know. I think it was that, like you said, self-acceptance, that fear of judgment. But then once you get past that, it's just, it's a great feeling. It's so freeing. It's like, okay, I am who I am. I'm going to attract the people that, that are like me. And I'm not going to be for everyone. And that's okay. And that is such a good point too, because that's a huge thing in marketing that I see, um, especially earlier on when people start in business, you're just trying to drum up any and all business you can. You're trying to attract everyone, but in marketing, you need to really 
have that most viable customer always in mind. Do you know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. the point in marketing is never to attract everyone. It is never to be for everyone because if you try to be for everyone, you'll end up being for no one. You know, I know that's like probably a corny saying, but But it's it's, true. It's so true, you know, and that's part of that whole showing up and, and making that next leap in your business and allowing that to be like, you know what? This is who I am. This is how I'm going to show up as mess and all. And then those right people are going to relate and they're going to connect with you. You're going to create a stronger brand presence and your marketing should be as specific as possible. And you doing that really allows you to be so, so specific in marketing that you are getting those clients that love working with you, that you love working with. Do you know what I mean? Those I hear people all the time complain about like, how do I get how do I get the right, you know what I mean? How do I get the mm-hmm. right clients or how am I attracting the wrong people? It's like, well, because you're not repelling them. Right, right, you exactly. Know? And that right there is pure gold. What you just shared, it is so powerful when you make, again, it's all mindset. When you make that mindset shift and realize, okay, I am going to attract that ideal client. And then you stop chasing as much because you are remaining true to yourself. You are remaining authentic. And yeah, you start, you stop chasing and you just start attracting and you'll find your tribe. And I love that. So if you could, what do you feel like one of the biggest marketing mistakes you see entrepreneurs time and time again, what are, what mistake are moms making when they're marketing? Would you say it's, it's trying to yell to everyone, not being specific enough, or is there something else? I definitely think that's one of the biggest ones is not being specific enough, enough about your ideal audience and not really fully understanding who your ideal audience is. And I know that's kind of a a buzzword topic, you know, find your ideal client or take this quiz or fill this little, you know, 10 page workbook out to find your ideal client. Mm -hmm. But it's really so much deeper than that. And that's, you know, one of the things I try to work on with women is one of the biggest things that I tell people um, when they first start working with me on marketing is I want people to change their perspective. So a lot of times our initial perspective with marketing is like, how do I get more clients? You know, like that's, that's the go-to phrase. That's what people comment. That's what people message me. That's what people say to me. You know, when I ask, why do you want to work with me? Or what do you need help with on marketing? I I'm not booking. I need more clients. I want more clients. Help me find them. Help me book them. You know, how do I get more, more, more? And so I try to have them say, okay, well, let's take that. How do I get more clients? And let's shift that mindset to how do I make myself open and available for the right clients to find me? And like you said, it's all a mindset shift. And when you shift your, not only mindset, but your approach and perspective, then you approach marketing in a whole new way. You know, it's, it's a completely different perspective when you're trying to just attract the right people. Um, Beyond that, I would say some of the other things that I see people doing in marketing is I'm a really big lover of content marketing. And I think kind of going back to, I know authentic is a another buzzword, but going back to that authenticity and that vulnerability is people don't have a content strategy in their marketing or a strategy at all. They go, well, you know, I'll ask someone, they'll say no one's booking or this isn't happening or, you know, I'm, I'm not, I'm not filling my calendar. 
And I'll ask, okay, so what did you do? And they'll say, well, you know, I sent out one email and I did two Instagram posts and I shared something to my Facebook page. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, that's not really a strategy or a plan. You know, it's, they're kind of just doing a few things and expecting, you know, you're expecting so much for so little effort. And so I think there's a misunderstanding that marketing is easy or simple with social media. You know, you make the post and everybody buys, right? No, you know, it's, it's much, much more than that. You have to make many posts and you have to use more than just social media and you have to have really good content because everybody's a content creator on social media now, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, and there's a lot to compete with and you're, you're up against quite a bit. So having just kind of like, oh, you know, for example, with photographers, look at this, this pretty photo and this pretty couple and the light was great. And, you know, oh, little Billy Bob, Joe Bob made me, I don't know where I come up with these names, <laughs> my example it. children. Um, but, you know, he made me work for those smiles. And it's like, there's nothing about that that is interesting, that is engaging, that makes me want to leave you a comment, that makes me want to message you, that tells me about what you can do for me or what we can do to get like, right. You know, and that's just one example, but that doesn't make me want to buy anything from you or hire you, you know? And so I think people get really, really stuck when it comes to marketing and content where they throw something out there kind of haphazardly and they're just kind of it's, it's like shooting, you know, basketballs, like on a completely pitch black basketball court Yeah, going like maybe one will go in. (laughs) If we're lucky, maybe, (laughs) but it's so true. And then I think people give up because you're not getting those results. And it's like, you know, you don't see typically all of the hard work that goes into it, the hundreds of posts that had to happen before, this person started gaining some traction. So it's so easy to get frustrated and then just not show up. Then your business doesn't grow. And then you're right back at square one. So I completely agree. Yeah. The strategies that you talk about are just incredible. And I love how you focus on organic marketing. It's not the paid ads. It's not what we are fed by these platforms to think, okay, this is what I have to do to get seen. This is the only way I'm going to get success on social. No, there's other ways. Absolutely. There's, there's so many other ways, you know, from blogging and SEO and the website stuff to utilizing social media, to email marketing. I'm a huge lover of email marketing, but one, you know, finding your things where your people are and and where you enjoy spending your time is one piece of the puzzle. But the other piece of the puzzle is realizing that like, you can't just do one thing. Right. You know, you have to meet people where they are a little bit. You have to go where you kind of are comfortable and want to be and can do your best marketing and stuff. It's, it's, and it can be a lot, but it, it gets so much easier when you have kind of a strategy again, like that is reusable. You know, I reuse a lot of content. I'm not always completely reinventing the wheel. And I think people think that they have to do that and they get really burnt out so quickly. Um, And like you were saying, you know, then people get discouraged and they quit, right? Because they're, they're posting a few things. They're not getting any bites. They're, you know, they're just not seeing progress and they're not seeing that that behind the scenes work. And I am not an advocate of hustle culture by any means. I'm all about 
teaching women like, look, I want you to build a business around your life, not the other way around. However, that does not mean you're not going to have to work. It doesn't mean you just get things, you know, you don't just, it doesn't just happen. And so we have to be realistic about the fact that there will be times in our business or businesses, if you have multiple, where there'll be periods of hustle. Yeah. Periods where it's going to be really hard behind the scenes, periods where you're doing so much work to gain the slightest bit of traction and momentum. And I, it's kind of almost like a roller coaster. You know, I find that when you're, oh, I mean, you're just pushing, 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 pushing to the top. And typically it's right there where everybody gives up right mm-hmm. before they're kind of going to get over that hill or that next hill or the second hill or third hill. You know, that's when people want to give up because right where it's the hardest is right before you're finally going to get somewhere typically. Um, and I know that that can be, it can be discouraging and frustrating and really, really crazy. Um, but another, you know, it kind of goes back to allowing yourself to be open and sharing and vulnerable. It's like, if more people shared that more people would hopefully have more realistic expectations of starting a business. Right. Exactly. Because I think sometimes we're jaded. It's like, okay, I have this wonderful service. Everybody's going to buy from me rainbows and butterflies and unicorns and No, there is a lot of hard work that goes into it. Even just the back end of things and creating those systems and automations, it takes work. But once you start to get those systems into place, it does get easier and it does start to pay off. And like you said, you can start recycling content. And, you know, we, we always, I just, I I love how you touched upon mindset because it is a total mindset shift and, you know, we have to remember we're here to serve our customers and our clients. We have value to share with others and it needs to be shared. So love everything that you have touched upon. Pure gold. Love it, love it, love it. So how can we find you on social media? Where are you over on Instagram and how can we learn more about your programs? So you can find me at it's Lauren Grayson or Lauren Grayson portrait artist on Instagram. It's Lauren Grayson is kind of, you know, my regular page. And then Lauren Grayson portrait artist is where I have my photography. Um, LaurenGrayson.com is my main website for my photography and learn.laurengrayson.com is where you can kind of find about my coaching and all of my courses, programs, all that kind of stuff that I have over there. Perfect. And we will link all of that in the show notes. So it's nice and easy to find. And you'll also want to check Lauren out. She's one of our speakers at Confidence Cells on November 9th at the Courtyard Marriott in Canton. Tickets are on sale now. So be (laughs) sure to grab yours before we sell out.